You are listening to The Miki Show with your favorite presentation coach, Africa's fastest rising sales presentations trainer, Stephen Michael. This program is designed to teach you how to make public speaking and sales presentations that actually win more investments and close new deals. You know you need this information, so grab your pen and paper and stay till the end of this episode with your host, Stephen Michael. Perhaps nobody understands that selling on stage is hard like I do. Many years ago, I had the great opportunity that should have been the greatest opportunity of my life to speak before a very large group of people. Uh, There was this company, I happened to have a friend of mine who was consulting for that company and so his name is Mike. He was working for that company and he came to me and he was like, you know what, Mike, we are having this partnership with NYSC and we have this group of core members in different districts. We want you to go and deliver a speech, a presentation, a training for them and then deliver a training for the second group too. And we're talking about a very big number of people. I can't remember exactly. I think they are up to 2,000 people or they're about. I'm not very sure. And so it, it was going to be a very large stage for me, of course. And he told me, he said, Mike, I know you. I know you can do well. I know you're going to deliver great. I know you're going to be the awesome speaker. But I need to inform you that this is an opportunity of a lifetime. You need to come with something to sell. I'm like, Mike, you know I don't like selling. And honestly, by that time, I hated selling. I hated every idea of trying to sell somebody something because I feel like, why would I come to give a speech and I'm trying to sell something, trying to make money off people? You know, I was coming from that ethical speaking background where you just deliver value and you don't sell nothing. But how long am I going to keep doing that? Well, listen to the story to know. So I said, Mike, you know, I don't do these kind of things. And he tried to explain to me why it's important that I sell something. One of the reasons he gave to me was that NYC is not going to pay you. Okay, so you make money from what you're selling. The program is designed for you to sell. So if you don't sell anything, you don't make money. (laughs) Right? I mean, so I I was also concerned because most of the programs I go, they pay me before I come and so I have no reason to sell anything because my transportations and welfare and logistics they are all covered but in this case well it's a different case so I accepted I said okay you know what I'm gonna put up a couple of audios my book is ready I'm just gonna do one or two things and bring it to the event and try to sell it he said okay just try your best you need to sell he started telling me stories about people that sell how much they sold imagine selling to like 300 persons buying your cd say 1000 that's like 300,000 men so i was like man that would be great so i went and produced this couple of cds with the idea that i was going to finish all of them that day i know i'm a good speaker so i'm supposed to finish all of them that day and so the day came and we happened to go to the the camp on that day the program started 
I was going to be the third speaker. We had about five speakers. I'm not so sure, but about five or six speakers. I was the third speaker. So the first speaker spoke. Very great. Everybody clapped for him. Second speaker spoke. Very nice. Everybody clapped for him. And then I mounted the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where the miracle began. <laughs> I was speaking on stage. The audience were enjoying the speech, obviously. They were so happy, so excited. They were responding. Now, to tell you the level of excitement, when my time exhausted and they were coming to give me the, the conclusion notes or the timing, you know, for you to walk out of the stage, for you to start summarizing something like that, people were literally shouting, no, no, leave him, let him continue. We, we love the speech. You know, that kind of thing, you are seeing it in their eyes that they love the speech, they are responding to the speech. You know, they are like responding to the laugh and to the ideas I'm sharing. Some people are taking down notes. I was so excited. I was feeling on top of the world. You know, and at the end of the day, I stepped down. And the, and the fourth speaker came. There was going to be a fifth speaker. And this guy, the time was already running against him. And the microphone, the battery was already down. And this guy was very slim. Like, you, you know I'm slim, right? So imagine when I tell you that somebody is slim compared to my slim. That's to, that's to say he's actually really, really skinny. Uh, slim, I wouldn't say skinny. Slim, please. Okay? <laughs> just in case he's listening to this audio. You're just slim, you're not skinny. Alright. So back to the story. So this guy mounted the stage and he was struggling to, to make his presentation. The battery was dying. The system was not okay. Everyone was dying. He was talking about career, how to get a good job, how to write application letters, why application letters are not working, how to get jobs in all your companies and all of that. Great. And at the end of the speech, it was now time for people to buy products. So we separated ourselves as the facilitators for people to now come and be buying things from us. Lo and behold, people of God, ladies and gentlemen all over the world, I had only three persons on the queue. Only three persons came to buy my material. And one of them, I don't have change to give to her. So she had to return the material and take her money. So I sold about three or two copies of my book and maybe a couple of CDs with a guy that came to tell me that he would like to be like me. He would like to speak like me someday. What a comforting experience for me. But guess where the crowd is? Well, the crowd was divided into two. Like 70% of the crowd went to this other guy. This other skinny guy that I'm telling you about. 70% were there. I thought this guy had like the most terrible public speaking experience ever. So why is everybody parking there? Well, I'll tell you. And then the remaining number, maybe the 25% or the 20 22% now moved to the other man. There is a man that talked about customer service and having a certificate in customer service and how it's going to help people to get jobs, better jobs and all of that. And so I was standing alone with my friend. <laughs> like it was as if we were the only guys in the island. Like it, the whole world was just surrounding us and you know people in the other country they are all doing fine we're just alone trying to die i was considering how i was going to move out of that place all alone because i was already feeling ashamed i was already feeling like a failure 
and so when i got home that day i asked myself what in the freaking world of james happened to me what happened to me and i realized that sales happened to me prior to that time i've had opportunities to learn how to sell but i've always said no i don't want to learn how to say i'm an ethical speaker blah 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 but that day i saw money leave my seat and go to the seat of someone else that was even terrible as far as the presentation of that day goes but here is the lesson that i learned and here is the lesson that i want to share with you why is it that people moved to this guy's seat more than they moved to my seat well let's do a little analysis when it comes to nysc you're talking to uh fresh graduates right so these first graduates they've, they've spent like four years five years six years in the university so the last thing they want to learn or they want to hear is a long-term project like how to become rich in the next five years because they are calculating the entire years they've already spent in school and you're telling them to wait for another five years before they get rich now some of them might be interested but majority of them just want to get out of there and make money right or get out of there and get a job they needed a job they needed a source of income because they don't have that entrepreneurial spirit there's a pressure that comes with graduation right once you start graduating you start feeling that pressure you don't have patience anymore to build anything but what i took to them was something about building a business about startups and all of that great information very nice very wonderful speech but not what they want what they want what they really want is to get a job right they want to get a job in a place in an oil company in a good business in fact some of them are very okay with any company at all as long as it's bringing enough income to eat by the month now that is why this guy when he came with that offer they were very willing because they wanted to apply for a job they don't have the patience to start preparing for whatever that i was talking about but that is not all what else did this guy do that actually made the difference well it's still connected to what i said earlier he came with a solution that they are all looking for i think he came with a sort of form or whatever he said they're going to feel and they're going to help you to submit to companies which was very very interesting and interactive i mean majority of the people are not even sure that this is possible i mean who writes something to submit for who in nigeria I'm not sure it works but people bought into it they bought into the idea that this guy is going to help them to get a job somewhere right he's going to help them to scatter their cvs around the globe and let companies call you from random places you know <laughs> funny thing strange thing i know that many of them know that this might not really be possible but then they, ha they have to take their chances i mean what does it cost them just a thousand naira I mean, it's worth it's worth the risk what if it is true what if they're gonna call you and this guy told a lot of stories on that day real life stories according to him i'm not very sure because i wasn't there but he told stories about people undergraduate people who struggle people who lost their cvs people who lost jobs because of silly mistakes they made you know practically from his stories you must be stupid not to have his book and you must be very very silly not to register for his program unless you want to be like those people in his stories but I was more focused. Of course, I told stories, but again, I wasn't coming with what the audience wants. Now, here is my lesson when it comes to selling on stage. Always come with what the audience wants. Listen, I know the marketplace have taught us to always come with what we want. We prepare value for ourselves and define value for ourselves and define problems that don't exist and try to impose it on people 
trust me most times it doesn't work if you really want to sell to people you have to learn to listen you listen to them what do they want if you know that what they want is to have a job focus on giving them a job or get someone who can do that for them and leave that stage because at the end of the day you are the one that is going to be embarrassed if you don't sell and this is where it's very important for you to always find your market find what we call your target market or your ideal market if you know that you are invited to a place to speak and those people don't have majority of your ideal market you have two options one make a recommendation of someone else to go there two turn down the invitation it will sound gross it will sound gross it will sound like you're heartless but trust me you are doing the audience a favor and you're doing yourself a favor what's the point standing before 500 people to make a presentation that at the end of the day none of them will buy and it's not like they're going to pay you to come and make the presentation i was once invited to come and speak on uh, abortion the dangers of abortion many years ago one of my students their church wrote an invitation they say come and speak on the dangers of abortion i said look i can speak on any topic i'm a trained and skillful communicator but then at the end of the day what am i going to be offering these people because at the end of the day i want to make an offer i want to continue helping you the essence of selling our products and services is not just to make money it's to continue helping people now if i finish speaking on the dangers of abortion what am i going to sell i don't know what i'm going to say it's not like i'm a doctor it's not like uh i have a medicine or product to sell and i can't really go and say let me start creating a product around abortion i mean who does that it's a sensitive subject so what i do today is i turn down invitations that when i look at the audience they do not constitute the kind of people that i want to help or that i'm trained to help or that i have the resources the skills and the tools to actually help there's no there's no shame in turning down invitations because at the end of the day, the people that invited you, they want to get value. So direct them to the right person, right? Direct them to the right person. Take for instance, I read English in school, right? But sometimes when people ask me for training on elocution and pronunciation and, in, you know, some people say they want to speak like Americans, they want to speak like Britain and all that very great i don't have problem it's people's wishes it's people's wants what i usually tell them is look my focus is on presentation skills my focus is on how to get you to sell how to get you to make powerful presentations how to help you to overcome stage fright write powerful speech deliver powerful presentations and get people on their feet to take action that is my focus i don't care whether you're using english or you're using french i can get you there right but of course if you're speaking english it will be easier for me so I don't really, I, I can't really start teaching you phonetics and phonemes and all of those funny ways of saying things. It's good if you want to learn it, get someone else. I might be able to teach you because I read it in school, but I'm not using it. So what's the point in trying to teach you? What's the point in wasting my time with someone when I could be doing the same thing with my right audience, with the people who are more focused on how to make the actual presentation and get people on their feet, clapping, giving them standing ovation. That is where I come in. Alright, so this is already taking a lot of time. Maybe in the next episode, I'm going to throw more light, but always focus on your ideal market and when the time is right you're going to have all of them all around you begging you and you'll be you'll feel more fulfilled you will feel more fulfilled helping people that you're most qualified to actually help do not be afraid of selling 
there is nothing wrong with selling there is nothing wrong with helping people people have issues and problems you have the solution don't feel bad about it don't feel like you're doing something bad you're not you are giving them an opportunity to change an opportunity to advance an opportunity to become better people to have better health to buy better properties depending on the field where you are i believe you are a person of integrity so there is nothing absolutely to feel bad about whatever it is you're offering so don't feel bad no more don't feel bad no more go out there and sell with confidence my name is steven michael and if you like me and my team to help you if you'd like us to work with you if you'd like us to take you through the process and coach you whether on one-on-one basis or you want us to come over to your office or you want to come to our, our own training centers we welcome that then get in touch with me through my phone number 0703-595-7197 0703-595-7197 and i will help you i am confident that i can help you Bye for now.